You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to episode 167 of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast, brought to you by Drip Drop. And Drip Drop ORS was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. Okay? That's some challenging was, circumstances lately. That was, that was some challenging circumstances, yes. Um, today, today I know you were sweating hard um, over that NASCAR race. Can't wait to talk about sure. that. But good thing you had some Drip Drop to cool you down. After the awesome stuff happened, because you probably just just amped up so high. But you, too, can get Drip Drop. It's used by athletes, firefighters, military members, the garage guys, NASCAR fans. Everybody is, is, is on the drip right now. So you need to get on the drip, too. Go to DripDrop.com. Use promo code GARAGEGUYS20 at checkout, and you will get 20% off your order. Do it now. Do it good. Get the drip. That, that's a cool – I should use that more often. Good little uh, – yeah. yeah, we could use that one a little more. Yeah, do it now. I know they're our sponsor. I've already forgot it. I've already forgot it. Shit. Hey, I know they're our sponsor, but uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like, this past weekend when I did my move, yeah. my apartments, like Drip Drop was a game changer. It is. I, I drank more Drip Drop that weekend than I have of all time. It's incredible. It's so, good stuff. It's good. I have stuff. to use that real life example when we have it. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm glad that you stayed hydrated over the weekend. I did as well. Um, and we have a, uh, exciting topic to talk about starting off for 167. <clears throat> we don't, uh, we, we haven't talked about it since before Rona invaded America. Um, but it happened again. Drew bagged attorney at Bristol. That's, that's big. It. It's Bristol. Bristol is not only like one of like NASCAR's crown jewel tracks, but for you to bag attorney at Bristol, it's almost like. You were Brad Keselowski today, like I snuck you, in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you, you snuck in there and was just like, uh, took it. So, um, for those of you that are listening to the for the first time, bagging attorney means winning, coming in first place uh, in DFS on DraftKings or FanDuel. So, save that for your reference books, guys. Um, bagging this attorney though it was huge. So, I mean, you you hit big. You went over seven K, which is phenomenal we love these kind of days and and but the thing that is more beautiful about it is how how you got here and so i couldn't think of a more appropriate time for us to to talk about this starting off the, the show because we talk about it a lot on our rotoballer videos that we do over on rotoballer's youtube channel um the first one that we did when we came back uh for the race at darlington we talked about it a little bit but we've never really talked about it on garage guys and I think it's important that the people that listen to us here understand and know how much work that Drew puts in to his rankings at Rotoballer and how much work he's put in even before Rotoballer started. I'm bragging on you. I know you don't like it, but chill out. <laughs> um, I got to take it when I can get it because we're usually going at each other. So Right. No, I mean, I this is – look, this is a day – like, trust me, there will be plenty of that in this episode. I'm coming back. Like, normal garage yeah. guy chase. Normal garage it's guy. Coming. It's coming, yeah. But, but no – Remember just, that AFC championship? 
debate we had? Oh, the, uh, the, the AFC NFC. Yeah, when we were talking about the, the AFC NFC championship games, and we just went back and forth for literally an hour. Oh we yeah, pretty hard. We just were hard headed as fuck. We were like, we I didn't want to hear that what anybody else says. Number. We need to put that in the, in the box. We'll find it. We'll put that in yeah. our. If if one of the garage fam listening to this right now finds that for us, um, I'll give you a five dollar voucher to uh, Miss Marie's massage parlor mm. in nice. New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, five dollars won't get you much, but you could probably say hi. Um, one so, of my favorite episodes. Sorry. It was too. It was one of mine. I remember, I remember the exact arguments going through. Back- <laughs> so we, we're going to have some of those for NASCAR. Like it's coming. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not worried about it and, and it's going to get good, but this is just one of those days, man. Like where, when, when shit like this happens, dude, like I'm, it just, it's a constant reminder of like the work that we put in, not only for ourselves, but for the garage fam. And of course, for the people that, that are subscribing to the premium content at Roto Baller. Um, and it's, it's a good thing because the people that are using your stuff, you know, they're getting insight on what you do and how this goes. But it takes a different type of animal to do the shit that you do every <laughs> fucking Sunday. Wild boy shit. And, yeah. and, you know, but I mean, not everybody can do that. But breaking it down for people and giving that is like the most awesome thing in the world. And I'm just going to go on record and say this. You get what you fucking pay for. So that needs to be yeah. said. You get what you pay for. The reason you pay for shit like this is because of the amount of time that this dude, Chef Boy, puts in. To <laughs> Chef this. Every, yeah, Chef Boy. It sounds he, like I'm not serious, but I actually put so much serious work into it. I think but, that's the beauty hey, of what we do. You're <laughs> like, right. Because like, you're right. <laughs> you, you make a good point. I know we're laughing. It's I'm I'm not against free content. You know, like I think there's plenty of great free content providers out there that are better than paid content providers, but um, I've always been personally somebody that when I'm looking to, to figure out something or involve myself in an industry or expertise or something like that, I feel more comfortable when I know the person that's providing me information is also putting in a lot of hard earned money. So like with me, yeah. I'm not saying there might be a free content person out there that's, that's better, you know, at explaining one topic than me. But, um, when you're going to bat with me, you're going to bat with somebody that's putting something on the line. So that's I think right. there's, there's value in that. I think. Look, here, here, this is all that matters. You go to a restaurant, they're not just going to give you free fucking food. You got to pay for it. So you go to Chef Boy's house, you're going to pay for what you're cooking, and you know you're going to eat some damn good cuisine. So that's what matters. Like how you applied the Twitter name. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like that. Got to. Chef Boyardine, all the way, with an eye. This is, this is one of our first, though, like, let's talk about this. We got to highlight the fact our first episode back, just us two, since we started YouTube. Um, yeah. And if you're a new listener, our versatility and our types of episodes are so different. Like I know we have a really fun topic later today, but this seems like one we're going to be a little bit more heavy into DFS. So like if, I mean, we've been all over yeah. the place lately. It, it, we have man. And like we, we've been, we've had some episodes where we've been more uh, rolled into just the actual NASCAR itself. And then we had some where we were DFS, but I think it's just, it's, it's the, it's whatever we're feeling. Like that's the beauty of, of our show. I feel like is that, you know, we, we're very genuine guys. We're transparent. And whenever we're feeling something, we get on a topic we want to talk about, we go. And like, there's not no other perfect time to talk about DFS than after you bag a fucking tournament. <laughs> so it's uh that, that's why we're here, but <clears throat> we, we, let's go ahead and just talk about this though. So like this morning, you know, or yesterday morning, cause it's, it's mm-hmm. Monday. Um, whenever you you get up in the morning like you you have a very strict routine that you do and that doesn't necessarily apply 
to uh to everybody out there not everybody has to do the same shit that 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 drew does but it's uh it's it's being disciplined enough to take the time when you want to get serious with DFS and you really want to make money, no matter what sport it is, like you just, it's all about putting the time in. And a lot of people don't want to put that time in. So that's why you pay to get that research right there, served up to you nice and hot on a plate, going back to chef references, got to do it. Like yeah. it just works now. But um, just talking about the, the lineup that you had, like the winning lineup, um, it, building these things you, we all know that with nascar you have to have more than one lineup and if it wasn't you you can't if somebody could go in every week with one lineup and just win all the time like that person would be god or um would be the number one exploiter that sports are fake yeah rigged yeah that's it so so what what is it what does it take in, in this, this work just for the people that don't see this stuff that's happening on the background? Like how is a normal Sunday morning uh, for you and, and are not just a Sunday morning, but, but a weekend of researching and studying, just like talking about that, like of how yeah. this is built. I think it's just taking what I do best is I have to take a large amount of data and consolidate that somewhere in my brain to, um, to basically prioritize what's most important, whether it's track history, whether it's a gut feeling, whether it's trends, all that stuff. I take all that data and I try to get it into what I think is the most you know, optimal approach with lineups. And I think what you said earlier is important for NASCAR with the, the multi-entering um, because I'm not going to lie to you. You know, like you said, we're transparent guys. There's, there's a huge portion of NASCAR DFS and DFS in general that's, either luck or variance. And like we saw it today with Ryan Blaney, right? I mean, he yes. literally was doing everything right and he, he gets wrecked out. Um, so well, actually there's radiator, the radiator, was radiator blew out. I think it was, uh, there, there was a lot of them that got wrecked out though. I mean, it's easy to get them all confused today, but yeah, his radiator like went out and like, he has the worst luck at like yeah. when he's doing well. And like, we both talked about him. Like we were really high on him, like going into this weekend. I knew I was going to have him in a good bit of lineups, but you know, it, it sucks because th these are the things that happen. Like in NASCAR, you just, yeah. you don't know what a car is going to do, you know? And it, the fact that there is that amount of variance only in my brain only makes it more important to control the part you can control. It's like, if you, if you know that that's exists, then you have to be super careful in your lineups and you wouldn't believe how much of an edge you would have if you just took the time to go through all your lineups and say, Hey, how many different combinations do I have with Ryan Blaney? Do I have him with the same driver? And like, there's people every week that accidentally put Ryan Blaney with Ty Dillon in every lineup instead of playing a few of them with Austin Dillon. Like, right. people make mistakes frequently. And if you, we've said, I've said it a million times, I'd rather you play $23 lineups than play three $20 lineups. Yes. If you do that and you don't quit, like, if you stick with me, stick with us and you stick with us for more than one week, like I'm only going to win a set number of weeks throughout the year. But when I win, I'm going to win big. So if you're somebody that only plays one lineup and then gives up on it for four weeks and plays one lineup, your chances are going to drop. It's just right. math. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like That's why that's, – that's the difference between, between you and I is because where you're way more – what is it? Is it left brain controls, uh, controls like the numbers and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So you're way more left brain where I'm way more right brain, like, and bringing that together, 
we're able to really like unlock a lot of things and, and see both sides of things. And, you know, like I was saying, I said in a tweet earlier when you pulled it out, like, you know, you coming on board and, you know, you teaching me the things that you've taught me about, you know, DFS in general and just numbers. Cause I fucking hate numbers. Like I can't <laughs> stand numbers. You love numbers, yeah. you know, but you know, that's just, uh, that's, that's the beauty of it is understanding how it all works and like just taking the time to, you know, you don't necessarily have to do everything Drew does because he does all that for you whenever, you know, you get the, the certain content that he puts out, but it's just taking the time to understand how it works. And I think that that's the one thing a lot of DFS players don't really do. They kind of go in, they pick their favorite guys, or they, you know, they they hear that someone wins a lot. That's why Kyle Busch is normally always highly owned, even if he's shit at a track, like completely shit. You know, so you're gonna, that's never going to go away because there's not going to be – not everybody in the world's going to one day be like, okay, I'm going to do this because, like, people don't always play competitively, you know. Yeah, you can play like, for entertainment we, value. That's fine, yeah. like – but yeah. I, I hope there's a lot of people doing that. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what yeah. it makes sports fun. And it adds another element to it. Something you can do with friends and, and everything like that. But, you know, in this case, like you said, like with Blaney and Ty, like, you know, you might have played <clears throat> what at least, you know, definitely 20 or more lineups today. Um, yeah, definitely. I played Blaney in half of my lineups. Okay. Half of them were gone right off the bat. So. And you still won a tournament. So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you would have just played 10 – to that mm-hmm. 20, you know, and they all had a Blaney, your day would have been over. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah. just, it's putting these different guys into these spots and this doesn't just apply for NASCAR. This applies to every sport that they have out there, you know, and like, it's just yeah. understanding that simple fact, but you know, the strategy that goes into it, you know, like Brad, Brad Keselowski is another example I'll give you, you know, I was, uh, I literally faded Brad because I'm sitting here and even though it's a short track race and it's Bristol, I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, his record is complete shit at Bristol. Like he always finds a way to get sucked back. Um, he's won a while back, but I did not see him winning this race today. And if it wouldn't have been for fucking chase Elliott, uh, doing what he did, the guy that I had my money on would have won the race. And, uh, but that's, that's life and that's NASCAR and that's sports. So with him winning, like I was, I faded him, but you had him in this winning lineup that you had, but you were also underweight on him. Like you didn't have a yeah. lot and he was like 44% on. Yeah. I think we talked about him in the preview video. We said that, you know, at that time I was more, um, and I wrote about him in my tier notes on my, my rankings, but I think with him, I looked at the track history and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go underweight. So if he has a good day, the, the field's going to have a better chance than I will. But I still had plenty of him. I had plenty of shares of him to where if he went off, I, I wouldn't be screwed. And I think that was a difference. I think you were screwed without him. Whereas I had, um, I definitely had enough lineups where, um, where he was in there, but I chose to prioritize Blaney and Logano over him in several lineups. Right. So did the this same just shows thing. the importance <laughs> of like playing a bunch of lineups, honestly. Um, yeah that's how that's how you win that's how you win the big money like you're not going to go in I used to be of the idea before I got heavy in a DFS back when garage guys was just about playing fantasy football with your friends you know and me being before before I you know was in Mississippi a lot when I was in Louisiana I couldn't play so you know it was like being there I didn't really care too much about the DFS shit I would just build a, a free lineup and see what happens and, and then 
when I was able to actually start playing and playing legally, that's when I started really opening my mind to like, oh shit, like this is how this works. Okay, I get it now. And it's been a game changer ever since. So for, for people just need to understand that that there is an, there's an art to it. It's like there's an art and an order to everything else. And you got to be able to go by that. Um, and another, another good thing too, that's important. I will say is this is, um, you know, you, you use an optimizer. Um, of course, um, at and, times. Yes. Yeah. And I've used Depending an optimizer on and, and we've all, everybody that's in this industry has used an optimizer at times because when you're playing a shitload of lineups, you don't want to sit there and hand build 150 of them. As long as you're getting, to a point to where you know who you want you know who your guys are you've done the research like these are my guys this is the percentages of guys i want to play it's good to use it and you know we have that at rotoballer as well and that's something that i think is important for new people to use um that are getting into any type of sports especially if they want to play competitive and learn how these things are and you know you can get that at rotoballer yeah. Can I cut in real quick? Because I think there's one like one thing about the lineup optimizer, even if you're not comfortable using it and you're somebody that's only building five lineups on your phone, still hitting execute on the optimizer and seeing what it spits out will help you with your lineups. So like you can get in there and type in, I want to submit a hundred lineups and see what happens. And if it has in, you know, in 90 of those lineups, if Kyle Bush pops out, Kyle Bush is probably a good play. So like right. if you use the optimizer to get you um, started, it's probably a good way to go if you're only playing a few lineups. Just to, just like a look at it as, as step one before you set your lineups is just hitting the optimizer and then seeing from there. Like maybe you don't want to play that much of that guy. You start adjusting and you start tweaking, and I think that's where I think you would benefit the most because you're you're somebody who likes to play from the gut. But if I you, do, yeah. But if you <laughs> and went that's on the optimizer. Difference. If you went on optimizer though and you hit execute and you saw somebody that you had no intention of playing and you saw him pop out 90 times out of a hundred, you're going to think about playing him. Yeah. It's going to cross your mind. It's just like when you, when you see, it's like something's factual, but you didn't know it was factual and you find out it becomes fact in your head. And yeah. so, but that's, and that's another thing is like, you know, I do play from the gut a lot, you know, and I've, I've tinkered around with some, with some of the things that we have and I've looked at some of the optimizer stuff and, I've always been a gut guy. And I mean, like I finished, I haven't had a race since we've been back where I've been outside of the green. You know, I'm, I win. You know, I might not, I'm not like executing and killing shit right now, but like I'm winning. And so I, I love the fact that I do the things that I do it that way. And then there's also now the times where like, whenever you're really like digging in, you got your bankroll built up real nice. Like that's when I feel like it's like, okay like just bombard and go. And then you get to where this competitive stuff comes up. And then that's where you see these guys that are fucking changing their lives, playing DFS tournaments and doing these things. And people think that it can just happen overnight. Like it's a slow grind. Like, you know, it's a slow grind week to week. So you got to keep building in, but it's just education, man. And like, that's, if, if there's anything that we can give on this show, um, Drew has so much knowledge with this shit. And so that's why it's just important to not only read the things that I put out and because the, the drivers that I'm putting out every week are my best 100% from my heart and gut plays that I'm looking at and looking at data. And I'm not just literally sitting here spitting out shit like, oh, this dude's got a good car like I used to, like a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like, oh, his, his car looks good. I like yeah. this, you know. 
like it's you know and that's that's a part of so yeah it's a part of growth man it's a part of growth and understanding things and like like I said I'm I'm very I'm still fairly new at DFS because I never got to experience it you know living in a state where it was fucking illegal it's true I didn't think about that and and now getting to play being in a state where it is legal it's just uh it's 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 good and it's like every day is in every week that goes by whatever sport i'm playing it's just like more and more learning material and that's for everybody out there hopefully one day it'll be legal everyone everywhere um in every state so people can enjoy it and play it but aside from that sports betting um i I cried a little bit today as well too i was uh, dude i had so I had Logano, obviously. Logano was my, my favorite for this race. Like, I was just like, Logano's going to win this thing. And then we were right there, dude. We were right the fuck there. I was like, Garage Guy Chase strikes again. I was like, let's go. Let's get this money. Like, you know. And You were on Joseph earlier <clears throat> this week, too. I was. Like, I just, I'm telling you, it's just it's, it's one of those things. Like, and I think that it just has a lot of me. I don't know if, if it's because I grew up an NASCAR fan or what it is, but or how much, like, I'm, like, watching more of, like, the the lives and how much I've been inside of like the garage and talking to people and just building up my my way of seeing the sport and the driver and how it works and how they're feeling and because like I've always been big on that I'm big on emotion I'm big on like how someone's feeling what they're going through that that feed emotion does feed in to a, a athlete it's just that's normal you know so I always try to pay attention to those outside of the box things that can make something happen. Um, you know, Joey's one of those guys after a little while, you know, he hasn't won since we, they canceled NASCAR until it come back. And Joey is, he wants another championship just like everybody else does. Did he have two before? He had two wins. Yeah. He had before two coronavirus. Wins, Vegas and Phoenix. So okay. he won both of those races <clears throat> and he's getting frustrated because you know, Darlington's not his best track, and neither is, you know, Charlotte is decent. But coming into Bristol, I knew that this is a track that, like, he is – like, everybody wants to win Bristol, but when you know you can, it, it just it, – another level of hunger comes out. And, like, him starting in third place, I was immediately, like, as far as the fantasy day goes, like, I got that a little bit off because I didn't think Brad was going to be able to hold his own as long as he did. But – whenever we got right there to the end, I know that I had put my bets in early in the week where the odds were sitting at. And I'm like, okay, like, here we go. Like we're going to hit here. It's like, yeah. And here comes <laughs> fucking chase Elliott. Bam. Let's go. Literally. Um, I, uh, I've heard him called a bitch boy today by somebody <laughs> around. Right. Certain, uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a, uh, there's there's definitely going to be some some tension brewing between Kyle and Chase. Maybe maybe that's gone. I don't know. Uh, but Logano and Chase today, like we're seeing Chase start to piss off some people, man. And and I I'm digging that shit a little bit. But I didn't dig it too much today because I really needed Joey to hit. <laughs> but it that's what's ironic. Like because I was I was mad with you because so this was the third race in a row. I've already told you this, but this was the third race in a row that I was in first on Fanduel, yeah. and that's what made this so sweet is. I've been Redemption. getting screwed the last lap every race on FanDuel. And then today when that happened, I was freaking out because I was like, I'm going to drop out of first place. Well, then I opened up DraftKings and I moved to first. But I was – when you were mad, I was mad. So – and we didn't 
even exchanged text messages for a while because I think we both understood that we were pissed when, yeah. when, when that wreck went down. I was so drove, dude, like watching that happen. Like, because like in fantasy, like, you know, I had – I had Hamlin in in this one lineup that I made. Like I had like Hamlin paired with like Eric Jones. Um, I think I had. Oh, Bush. I think yeah. I had. Uh, I don't know. I didn't have Kyle in this one. I had. Uh, really? I had Hamlin and yeah, I did. I did actually. Yeah, I had KB, Bell. Hamlin, oh. Bell, Wallace. Like I had you know, Christopher oh. Bell and Bubba Wallace were our best preview picks this week and they were also in my article as well because anything that we do in the preview i'm going to carry over to our article you know yeah. that i put out and then i'll add about three more drivers to that um but yeah he was one of a man and and so it was awesome to see that that bubba believed i was happy that bubba believed we, we we tried to make that a trend make that a thing so it happened um and then christopher he did fall i mean he was running up in fifth dude that was excellent when he was up in fifth with that line that i had with hamlin like that was that was probably like I was like race needs to stop now, like in in the race. But you, in your lineup, you were like Hamlin needs to go, like he's got to yeah. get out of here. So I love those little moments between me and you, like when we're on race day, where mm-hmm. we have like our different variations, and like and you're like no, and I'm like yes, and then I'm like yeah. no, and then you're like ha ha, like you know. I wish it would all work out to where like, we were just always rooting for the same thing, but that's never how it works. So no, it's not. Yeah, and if it was, then we'd probably would get like copped like real yeah. quick because that that just it can't happen um but that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of difference and and of looking at things and doing things differently so it's always uh it's always a great uh great day and it just for the fans i mean for the fan side of me like dude bristol god dude, race this no race pra- bro keep practice and qualifying out of it i mean needs to go completely. this was entertaining I, I do think there was a few too many cautions but like i like the cautions and restarts but to me like i would have I would have benefited from like a 10 caution race and this was more like 15. Okay. I just think that there's too many. This is the difference though. And nobody listening to this show probably gives a shit, but take out fantasy and betting from racing. And just as a race fan that just loves to watch action go down. This was like an all time race of the year. I agree. And I'm taking yeah. it out of it. I'm taking fantasy out of it too. Cause like I, cautions can help you just as much as they can hurt you depending on your lineups. Right. Yeah. Um, like I get I'm like, just from a fan perspective, it's too big of a time commitment to me when you get into 15 cautions and two of them are red flags. Like I don't even know how many red flags are where one, maybe two. Dude. Um, yeah. Four hour race. Yeah, bro. Like this is a long Bristol like this, but it yeah. was, a, it was good because there was a lot of action. Um, but then there was a lot of action that hurt both of us and it was something that helped us so yeah. you know it was uh that that was just i don't know the way it worked out so like kind of getting into some of the things that happened how they kind of played into you know lineups and and you Did you want me to read the winning lineup yeah you had yeah you had to give that out sorry I, we're switching off of dfs right yeah we're going okay, we're going this. we're going to we're going to to race city I'm sure okay, we're not going to stop talking about DFS though. Like we're we're here. Oh, I will. I'll stop talking about it after we're, this. We're, no, we're definitely gonna gonna keep talking about it. Probably it'll probably pop up. Maybe time. so, but you Who know cares? what's fun? You know what's kind of funny though? I'm realizing this right now. Like as much as you know, I love DFS because I work so hard at it. I actually enjoy talking about everything else more on this podcast than DFS. We we have fun. We cut up. Maybe it's maybe it's because I just like this is my break. Yeah, this is this is what we love to do. This is the shit we yeah. love to talk about. So it's beautiful. Here we go. And we love you, Garage fam. <laughs> love all of you. 
because you're here listening to us right now. I wish somebody shared this lineup. I mean, there was a like a twenty way tie. I don't see more than that. But yeah, I wish but it was somebody. Ownership. Yeah, dude, it would be dude. It would be so sick. Like we need. I I need all the garage fan that listen to this show. Like, if you're listening to this right now, like, obviously you should be with Rotoballer Premium, but you need to start like hashtagging or something. Like, make something happen. Let us know. Like, we, we, we've been doing pretty decent, though. We've had some people hitting us up lately on Twitter, yeah, so that's good. For sure. We need more, though. More, 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 more. Let's see those comments. You didn't even see that. You didn't even see that. Look down the lineup. Bad radio. Sorry. <laughs> no, that Bad was water. me. That's on me, because now no one know, knows what I did that's listening in the car, so now they got to go to YouTube oh, and true. watch it. Yeah. This is true. Or is it a good thing? Uh, Make them probably, probably good. Come watch it. Why are you still listening to this? We're on YouTube now. Jeez. All right, line up. I'm sorry. Are you ready for this? Yes, go. So Kyle Bush, 28% owned. I ended up being about 45% owned on him. So I was overweight on him. He had 95 fancy points. 45. This is the one I was under-owned on. Brad Keselowski, 90.75 fancy points. Um, He was 45% owned. I had about 25% of him. Um, Bubba Wallace, 17.85%. I was overweight on him. I had about 30% Bubba Wallace. Uh, Christopher Bell, 27% owned, and I had about 45% Christopher Bell. Eric Jones, this was the crazy one to me. Eric Jones was 43% owned. Yeah, dude. I was like, I don't know. How? Because he was the – it it fit. He's got a pretty face. 7,000. 7,000. Yeah, that too. That works. But he was when I was like 30%. So I was underweight on him and Brad, but – the last one rounding it out was somebody me and you were on, I think, a good bit. And then we had some drama. Fuck this shit. We had some drama. You got to tell <laughs> the story. Yeah, uh, I do. I Ryan do. Priest, he had 53 points. He moved up so, to 12th place. The, I don't know if anybody else saw it, but, like, the one guy – I just got to apologize to, like, the one guy <laughs> that, like, hit me up. Because, like, dude, so I'm sitting here. I had, like, just I, – I had, like – I woke up late. Woke up at, like like, noon, which was, like – terrible on my part but you know what it's time you guys know like like the the vampire life is catching up with me i wake up at like noon and then i see this thing like ryan priest moved to the rear last year i just remember i I can't remember the exact driver but i had a driver that i had in my lineup that went to the rear and then like everything just went to shit for that driver like the entire day and i was like oh man i don't want to make this mistake again I was like, fuck. And I had Priest in like probably like at least like six or seven of the lineups that I did because I'm not playing as much as you right now. But when I had him in there for this race, I was sitting there and I was like, okay. I was like, I got to find other people. And I had some of these lineups set to where like I had like – I had one where I left like a fucking $1,000 on the table, dude. Like, I was just trying to hit one of them big tournament plays. And I had Priest in there. And I took him out. And I put Austin Dillon in there for that spot. I mean, it's still Austin and him were right along the same area. So, it kind of balanced out. But I told the guy on Twitter, I'm like, he's like, is this good or bad? And I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I don't know. I was just like, I'm probably going to make some moves. Because I don't want to see this dude, like, get sucked back and, like, like get lapped a lot, like, quicker or whatever. Like, I just wasn't thinking. And, like, Drew comes in. He's like, bro, what are you doing? And then, I, and then it clicks. And I'm like, this dude's got 
a faster car than like all these people. And he was only moving seven spots back. And he's only moving seven spots back. And I don't know if like at the moment, like I thought he was like 20th or something or like 20, I think he was 30. He started 33rd, right? I think so. That's where he's supposed to start. And I don't know if maybe I was like, for some reason I was thinking like he started 23rd and it was going <laughs> to fuck shit up. And like, but dude, after that, like the lineups had locked and I didn't have enough time and I'm just sitting there and I'm pissed off at myself because yeah. Drew, Drew put this up there. Lineups already locked and this one dude probably did the same shit that I did and went in and fucking took Priest out everywhere. And then the realization comes. He got and there in four like, laps. And then I'm like, there's nothing I can do now. Yeah. Like, so. Well, what's funny is human. people, <laughs> like, I, I think people saw your tweet. So I was in the Rotoballer Premium Slack channel. It's the new feature we have where people can ask questions. And I yeah. think people saw your tweet because I had like three people ask, is Priest impacted by this news? And I said, absolutely not. But I think they, the yeah. reason they thought they, they probably had, I mean, if they're listening to my stuff, they're listening to your stuff, right? So yeah. they probably saw that and were like, oh crap, like I have Ryan Priest on the lineup. Right. That's what I do. So maybe I saved a few people for you. I hope, I hope to God you did. Cause I had, <laughs> I had, a, I had a fucking oops today. I had an oops moment. And that's probably what kept me from hitting bigger than I did. Valuable lesson though, right? Because yeah, exactly. Like, you gotta have a short term memory. You, got, you can't remember that time from 2019 when it screwed you. You gotta just, understand how the rules work and then and i didn't answer you so i felt terrible because you were trying to text me and i just didn't see it so yeah i'm sitting there and i'm just like i'm like dude like where is this at but it all happened so fast and like i just remembered like that one guy that just like that fucked shit up and like how bristol was and plus not only that i didn't know what the hell was going to happen because this was kind of a different race because like you're on a green track so like that's the other thing i'm thinking Mm -hmm. of too there hasn't been any practicing going on there hasn't been no qualifying going on nothing's ran like this is just literally you're pulling up you're getting out there so it's just like there was so many variables like so many guys that do so well at this track just had fucking rough days a lot of equipment failures today too was another thing um and pit penalties and pit penalties yeah but that yeah. we all we all knew kyle bush was gonna get pit penalties yeah. that's normal that happens all the time and he still finds a way to make shit work so but yeah funny story it landed 25 percent the yeah at 25 percent. i'm uh i was I'm, overweight on jimmy too by the way i don't know where you were on him but yeah i had jimmy one. i had jimmy in a few i had jimmy in a few and um yeah it just it shit checks out do you got to say something about jimmy johnson though kind of getting more into the race jimmy johnson is a fuck boy and i don't care what anybody says at this point because he Come turned on. he turned ricky stenhouse today okay ricky. he turned recky and and everyone's gonna think that ricky stenhouse did that just because his nickname's recky and i'm here to defend ricky right now so listen jimmy johnson Got into the back of Ricky Stenhouse. Ricky didn't come out today. Ricky, Ricky Storybook Stenhouse was out there today. That dude was running good, man. Dude was running. Dude was running. And Jimmy Johnson fucked that up for him. So I'm upset and I'm angry because he deserved better. There are some double standards that exist. Like yeah. Jimmy Johnson is at the point where he can do no wrong. Right. Dude, and look, like – I'm Probably sure Jimmy. I'm sure Jimmy's a great guy. You know, I mean, I've I've had one interaction with him, and it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best yeah, interaction. Okay, I'm not gonna get there's into some, it. I'm not gonna get biases. into it. 
No, it's it, it it really doesn't. Like, dude, dude's in a dude. You cannot take anything Jimmy Johnson has done away from him. Seven-time champion, magnificent driver, had some shitty luck in the past few years, but that doesn't mean that you go wreck the guy that fucking has some bad luck sometimes and gets the nickname Recky, and then everything's just okay because his nickname's Recky and you turned him, and then you're gonna get mad that Chase Elliott got turned from Kyle Busch and every the whole world explodes. But Jimmy Johnson turns Ricky Stenhouse, and no one says shit. Fuck that. It's bullshit. Ricky Sanders. Ricky deserves better. I'm out of focus. I'm not as, pa- I'm not as passionate as you about it, obviously. But okay, well, if it would have been Kyle Busch, you would have been. No, I love you're a new Kyle Busch. Stenhouse. <laughs> that was a fun moment of the podcast. Yeah, it was. But it was. Uh, Stenhouse, no. He's one of my favorites. So, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Story I'd book. say he's, he's probably top three. He is. Me. He is. He, he's that dude, man. So, yeah. Um, you know, he's I been tried involved to... with a lot of stuff, though. Like, a lot of little wrecks. And he's he's not – I mean, when's the last race I feel like he was incident-free? I mean, where were we a few free races ago where he was, dude's like, just, running so well? Dude's just, just out there stupid. living life. He's just out there yeah. living life. I can't remember the last one he did. I mean, he did excellent in Charlotte. I mean, and in the Alsco 500. So, that was good. But All no. these races are, like, one day. Yeah, I can't even remember which one was. Yeah. Now, now we're here, but no, I'll say I'm gonna say this. And we we got to move on, but um, yeah, like, please, like, if you're gonna revolt that Kyle Busch turned Chase, it's very blatant that Jimmy did the same shit, and it might have been a little mm-hmm. dirtier and a little more intentional. So no one asked him any questions. So it's bullshit. Seven, seven Double time, standards. Man. Fix seven it. Time. Don't give a shit. I don't give Same a shit time. if you're seven time or not. I don't care how hot you look with your fucking just for men gray comb shit that's in your hair. I don't care. Jesus, man. Can you uh, find the silver fox? Can you hear me still? Yeah, I can still hear you. You're fucking with your air thing. What's the instructions say? I'm trying to get it to work. You can't just tell Alexa to do it like you do everything else? No, we're not there yet. Oh, shit. Haven't got to that level, huh? Still adjusting. All right, I got to stop talking about the Ricky Stenhouse shit. I don't want to, but I got to. I don't even uh, think we're going to make it to our fun topic. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, we're about to make it there good. right now. Matt, Matt DiBenedetto uh, was kind of a letdown today. He, he did pretty good in held, holding his own in the beginning, but just had those, those issues with his car later on, got pulled off, got back on the track. It is what it is. One of those things that happened. Can't control it. Um, Denny Hamlin with, the, with a big oof, wrecking, trying to race Logano. That short track race. Short track race, boy. Um, and then the Logano versus Elliott thing. Okay, so was it intentional? Was it not intentional? I know that a lot of people um, at Penske are big mad, and Joey's big mad, and I'd be big mad too because I don't care if you say you couldn't get grip or not. Like, you knew you your ass was, like, about to get left. And then so you're like, I'm going to do the electric slide up into your car and make you try to like slow down so I can win. He was racing. That's racing. I guess it is what it is, but here's the real story. If somebody does that to you and you're Joey Logano, it's time. Joseph takes the gloves off. Okay. Fucking when chase approached him, if I would have been Joey in that moment, you got to attack, punch him in the fucking face, man. Like, dude, Joey's tall. Dude's got reach. Dude's got That's wingspan. Amazing. That dude can fly, bro. He can fly about as wide as Bill Murray's legs on my shirt right here, okay? Joey's got it. Incredible shirt, by the way. Love this shirt, dude. 
Never RIP the last dance. Shout um, out the clock. Shout out to Space Jam and the clock. Um, but yeah, Joey's arms, Joey's reach. Dude, Joey could literally like like Chase is Chase is a short guy. Like, dude, he could have literally just went whip work, bro. He could have just whip work mm-hmm. and he would have never touched jab, him. Jab, jab, jab. Could have just hook. held his head. Just held his head while he was like, my on like dude, that would have that could have been that. But like Joey's gotta get more grit. We got, we got, we got to find a way to get him a little more like beefed up. Like, I want to like go find Joey and take him to the gym, show him how to like you know get some pump pump going on, and then like be ready next time. The next time that happens, because like, could you imagine this? Because at this point, everyone thinks that Joey's just like the soft spoken guy, and that's fine. It's good to be a good guy. Nothing wrong with being a good guy. But when shit like that happens, you have every right to be fucking pissed because Joey would have won that race, dude. Cold clock him, kapow, done game. Joey, you instead, got the height, you got the wingspan. And instead, Keselowski sneaks for another win. Yeah. Instead of Joseph L. Clint Boyer, Clint Boyer got P2. Okay. Okay, so that's cool. Awesome. Another but preview yeah. video guy for us, right? That's right. He spoke on him. What, was right. that Jimmy or, or Boyer? Or no, Jimmy that, was, or that was Boyer. That was Boyer okay. we were talking about. Boyer, Boyer does really well here, and he did. He finished well. But, yeah, Brad K sneaks in for, for another win. So, mm-hmm. he's getting up there in the points. So, there we go. So, there's that. Lucky dog. That's what I was going to say. But, uh, again, Bubba and Chris Bell, that was probably our two best plays of this week. So, we're going to keep yeah. that up, keep that momentum going. And um, we love it. We love it. All right. So, before we go, we got, uh, we got a little, yeah. garage, little garage talk action. A little garage talk action. Yeah. We haven't done this hey, in a hey, while. And I got to say this before we start. If you leave us a comment and say if you like the serious DFS chat or you don't like it so we can best guide the next episodes you know what i mean like if you if you're yeah. passionate about dfs say it if you're not then we'll switch it to, we'll put it all on rotoballer video so yeah exactly and we're still doing that over on rotoballer too so if you guys are wanting more of kind of how this episode went then you need to be subscribed to rotoballer's youtube page and go watch our nascar dfs preview show that we release uh for every race so you can get more of that uh you know we still goof we're still we're still the garage guys you're about to be goofing yeah, we about to get goofy, goofy. Though. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Garage Talk. We are going to do tonight, uh, Drew and I were having a discussion before we started the show, and we both were like, we need to do a Garage Talk. It's been a while. So what we decided on was we are going to do a draft, because it is a fantasy sports podcast after all. Uh, we're going to be drafting our NASCAR bad boys fight team. That's right. The Logano Elliott shit got me tense. And it got, and Drew got tense because he won a lot of money, and he's and he's swole, he's just veins, just pumping, just no explode, running through the veins of life, and we're all excited because and we're we winners. had UFC back this weekend and NASCAR back. That's so it makes right, the perfect topic. We're gonna throw all these people into a ring and let them fight. That's right, big time. So we're each gonna pick four guys to build up our 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 fight squads, and then we're going to have a legendary driver as our captain el capitano of the fight squad and it's what we're going to be called the time travel pick so at any generational driver can be that driver and the other four cup drivers correct other four current cup drivers okay right now at this time so there's there's only one way to do this we have to we have to do it the right way we're going to see who gets to pick first so i'm going to put our names in this little black satchel bag that I have. Um, you. Did you just think, think about this on the 
This is – dude, here. everything in, in Garage Talk is on the fly, baby. Nice. You know that. All right. So This Drew, is perfect timing with the whole, like, Elliot, Kyle Busch drama, now Lugano, Elliot. Sorry. Perfect so Drew, timing for this Drew topic. and Chase. Drew and Chase going into – going in here. Yeah, we need more fights in NASCAR. It needs to happen. These, these guys need to get more angry. We need to uh, – but maybe we should start a driver fight school. Garage guys driver fight school will teach cup drivers how to fight that don't know because obviously it's a forgotten fucking art. Um, okay. The person that will draw first, that gets to draft first, is is me. I, I won. And, and everyone that's watched on rigged. YouTube saw – no, everyone that was watching on YouTube saw it wasn't rigged. Your shit's in there. Look. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, this if is you're weird. listening on no, shut up, no, it's not. You got to go watch on YouTube. It's there. All right, there's your where? Wait, where the fuck did it go? Oh, oh there wow. it is. There it is, right there. See, there's your name. It was in the bag. If you're watching All on right. YouTube, you saw that I'm not a liar. Stop trying to tell All our right. podcast people I'm a liar, boy. I think they'll boy. trust me over you for some reason. I'm getting in the fight mood now because we're it's time to draft. All right, go. let's go. I think let's I got pound. the reach on you. All right, let's, we'll see. I got a big wingspan, bro. All right. I'm going to have to go. So I, I got didn't somebody. I, didn't somebody on Twitter call you Rosie O'Donnell? Dude, yeah, bro. That shit was funny as fuck. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. That shit had me laughing my ass off, dude. Like, that was a good That was a good jab. They were like, this Rosie O'Donnell with some woman's shoulders looking head ass. Like, I was just like, yo, like this. if, if this wasn't a serious moment right now, like, I would be laughing going my at ass it. off. And dude, yeah, it was talk, a fucking Anon account. Like, and you were dude. telling me to, um, you were telling me to read over it. You're like, look at this. It, what no, I just, I told you, I said, when you wake up, get ready for a shit show on Twitter. I couldn't. Have, I laughed so hard. I saw that part. Though. I did too, dude. It was funny. I, I can't lie. I was telling, I was talking to somebody about that today. I was like, that motherfucker, he got some comedy though. <laughs> I was like, yeah, was like he had some comedy though. But yeah, I'll never forget that. I've actually thought about finding Rosie O'Donnell gifts and just dropping into his tweets sometimes and just be like. <laughs> you gotta embrace it. it yeah dude all the way bro there ain't no other way to do it unfuckwithable that's how i live my life all right let's see first guy that i'm gonna pick for my fight squad uh gotta go with matt di benedetto swole boy big swole man dude, works cross him off out. on board yeah cross him off Power the board. Rankings. if you're on youtube right now you can see us crossing off of our boards we have an expo board and everything come watch um so, yeah, Matt Benedetto, just big swole. Dude just works out. Guns. Thinks he's got the guns. And, um, and I'm pretty sure that he probably – if he punched one of those punching bags at the fair, he'd probably easily score an 807, I would say. I'd probably give him an 807 punch score. I like so, it. So, yeah, want that. Want that big time. All right, you're up. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Martin Truex Jr. To me, the – thing that I like about him is he just seems like one of those guys that has that, like what I call brute strength. Like maybe he doesn't go in the weight room and lift the most weight, but he's the guy that will push you around. Um, yeah. Cause I, I've always said about my brother, like he's the guy that would just be able to wrestle me, even though I might be able to lift more weight and Martin Truex country strong. There we go. That dude, that's perfect. Country strong. I was literally about to say like, how many calluses um, do you think he has on his hand? Cause I feel yeah. like he has a lot of calluses. Like he probably like, like Gets a sledgehammer for fun and hits the tire a lot. Yeah, just like boom, just like knocks it down, trot lines, fucking uh, like digging into like nest and pulling out like eighty pound catfish. Like he's <laughs> definitely he's a noodler. He's definitely a noodler. So good, good pick with Truex. I do like that. Country strong. That's what we'll tell him from now on. We'll tell him to check out Country Strong. Okay, 
Uh, next guy that I'm going to get on here um, is going to be Ryan Newman. All right, Ryan Newman, he's, he's a thick guy, and he's basically immortal because he has been through too many, like, air crashes in his lifetime and survived. So you definitely want to have a guy that is immortal and will just keep coming back no matter what. So that's Ryan Newman, and he's on the fight team. So De Benedetto, Ryan Newman, I'm off to a hot start. Pretty sure I've already, like, yeah, well, you, well we got to finish, and then we'll, we'll assess. I like it. He was on my list as well. And do you worry about the age with that one? No, not at all. He's, he's indestructible. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have an age. He doesn't age. Yeah, he's, he's, he's tough. He's there. He's a thick guy, and he can't die. That's, yeah, let's see. Who do I have next? So I'm going to go a little bit more youthful, uh, someone that I think's very fit and definitely spends time in the gym. I'm going to go with uh, Bubba Wallace. As oh, my number two pick. okay. Got, got some, got some B double wubba lubba dub dub. See Bubba. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Bubba also like. I feel like he'd be scrappy. <clears throat> yeah. But to add another element, like Bubba is like a really good shit talker. Like he's mm-hmm. all, he, he's got like, he, like he's the guy that like, like when you're in a fight, like he'll just drive your nerves to like the fucking ceiling. Cause he's just like, he's like getting after it. And he's just like, yeah, motherfucker. Like you can't do shit. Like you can't do shit. You can't do shit. He's an effect. He's effective with it. If someone's yeah. just obnoxious then it's different than if they're effective with their like clever. Right. You know I mean? There's a mental, there's a mental level to fighting as well as physical. And I feel like Bubba kind of like has like a really good, like level ground of the mental physical level. So he knows how to fuck you up on both ends. So, yeah. So good, good choice with Bubba. Uh, I dig it. Okay. Um, next guy that, that I'm going to have to pick, obviously, um, you know what? I, I'm going to go with, 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 with Ricky, Ricky Stenhouse. Got to have Ricky on, on, on the squad. Look, Ricky, Ricky's that dude. Like he's like the, uh, he's like the wild man. All right. He comes in with the mullet and the cutoff shirt. You know, he's, he just got ate some nacho fries. He's fueled up. And he's just he's just ready for a good time, man. Like he's the guy that goes to the bonfire and like he just like, all right, who the fuck I'm punching today? Like he's that guy. You know what I mean? I got a good one for him. You're gonna like this. Okay. What you got? He's the guy, if he was in a UFC match, that when he starts, he's either knocking you out in the first round or he's gassed and he's done. He can't like once once Absolutely. you get to round two, you're beating Ricky Stenhouse. But if he gets you round one, you're done. Yeah, it's over with. And but it's a good thing we have a group of like guys, like four guys around because like like we can either like throw him out to really like like wear out the opponent quick or you yeah. can wait for him to last to just like finish the job. Right. Yeah. I like I'm that. First or last with him. I like how we did that. Beautiful. That's some, that's some great analysis. This is. I think I think we're doing I think this might be the best episode we've ever done. All right. <laughs> Next. We've said it like a hundred times. I know. Exactly. That's the joke. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the tweet. Every episode is the best episode. It is. <laughs> Let's see. How many do I have? You're going to be on your third three? one. Yeah. You're on, you're on your third. This okay. This will be your third. It's so funny how we had the same people written down. I guess it's not that hard to get to these names. So this one, I'm going uh, Daniel Suarez. Okay, this is – okay, interesting. Because I feel like I've seen enough clips of – and maybe this was on the Cup Series two years ago where he got rowdy in the pit area a few times. I can't remember who the drama was with. Maybe you, you're, you're better at like, – Michael, Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell. That was the most recent one. 
Yeah. yeah. And he's fierce. I saw, I saw enough fire in, uh, in Suarez, and he just looks like he doesn't – like some people just have the appearance of somebody you don't want to fight, and that's one for me that, that I don't think I'd want to fight. So Suarez? Yeah. See, Suarez doesn't give me that energy at all. Like Suarez is the guy I feel like is like sneaky. Like, like he, he comes off as nice and like really like, hi, I'm Daniel. You know, but then like the moment you piss him off, the temper, he, like he, he evolves into like, yeah. like you, you ever watched Dragon Ball Z when you were a kid? No. Okay. Well, I did. And I'm sure someone <laughs> listening to this did. And you had like Goku and he would fight and then he would turn into Super Saiyan and he would become a Super Saiyan. And then he was just like, ah, like I could see Suarez like going like from, from Suarez to Super Suarez because he does. And like he's quick too. And he's just like, ah, it's atrocious. Like a yeah, like a like a Chihuahua Rottweiler, like that's that's Daniel Suarez. I think when he hits that switch, which is what you're saying, like he has a switch, and when it flips, I don't want anything to do with that guy. I don't know yeah. why. It's wild just a, card, that's a gut feeling. That's a good gut wild feeling. card pick. That was, that's a good and the drama. Card. There was two things in the past few seasons. McDowell's definitely one, but there's another one where I was like, man, he doesn't. At face value, he doesn't seem like a guy that would be involved in drama, but he gets involved with some drama every now and then. So yeah, um, he made the he, cut for me. It's like it's random and it's rare. It's rare when it happens and it's random. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's not bad. Now that I think about it, the more I think about it, he's not bad at all. Um, all right. So my last pick, I'm debating on this really hard right now because there is a guy that I, you know what, I'm gonna go for it. B.J. McLeod. Wow. Okay? For anyone that does not know what B.J. McLeod looks like. Go look up B.J. McLeod. Do you, are, okay. do, you, do you need a moment to look up B.J. McLeod? Definitely seen him, but I can't remember. Okay. This dude looks like the fucking Undertaker. All right? This dude is somebody that comes oh, wow. in. This dude is somebody that comes in and just destroys your soul, like, after you're already defeated. Like, what's going to happen is this, is the, the Benedetto, Newman, and Stenhouse are all three going to wreck shop. And then B.J. McLeod's going to come in because he's always in last, usually. He's always in the back of the pack, not in good equipment. So it's only fitting for him to come in last. And then he just, like, it's like on the video games where, like, it's like, finish him. Like, B.J. McLeod is the finisher. And then he just takes your soul and he walks away. And then you forget that he even exists. And that's basically him in real life and in fighting. So I didn't expect you to go here, but I'm impressed. Yeah, so that's where I went. I went there. So as of right now, um, I like my odds. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So who's your last pick? Let's go. Um, my last pick is between Denny Hamlin and Austin Dillon, and I'm gonna go with Austin Dillon just for the fear. I think he's like in the best shape of probably the top five in terms of just best shape. Um, that's the best choice you could have went with. Yeah, I mean, I think he outside of. Matt D, which you took with your overall number one, I think probably Austin Dillon would be your guy with the with the biggest guns, right? Dude, it is it is a one hundred percent fact that Benedetto and Dillon are the two swollest dudes in NASCAR right now, hands okay. down. Well, okay, well, good. I, mean, I got him as a steal. Young, young swole. Yeah, I'm glad. You, if you would have chose Denny Hamlin, I would have really questioned your methods because Hamlin is definitely more of a talker. He's the guy that's always just like, "Bitch, I'll fuck you up." Like, he's just coming at you, and then, like, when you fucking swing at him, he's like, oh, he backs fuck up. That's, that's I kind of wanted to go Harvick, too. I'm not going to lie. Harvick, I don't know. I feel like man. he could scrap. He's just so old. 
we do one one of these days, like and especially if, 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 if people love loves this co- this content right here, we'll break down just like comparing NASCAR drivers to everything you can literally think of. Like like we could like dude, the list goes on and on. Just hella content of life. Okay. Yeah. Putting a basketball team together, NASCAR drivers. Yeah. That's right. We'll do that. We can do it all. We can do it all. Denny Hamill would go first in that one because he's friends with Michael Jordan. And maybe he wears some of Jordan's shoes and then got powers like Lil Bow Wow did that one time. Like, like Mike. Yeah, exactly. Same wavelength. Yep. Great movie, bro. Great movie. All right. So last pick, our time travel. This is our team captain. All right. This is our team captain. It can be from any era. And because I got to pick first, I'm going to let you go first with your time travel driver to be the captain of your squad. Okay. I'm going to have to go with so – this was tough, and I think I know where you're going. I'm not going to steal him. Um, He's not I'm on actually, my wall. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Rusty Wallace. Curveball. Whoa. I yeah. like it. I like it. I kind of like no, it. No, I don't have like a, a deep analysis or anything like that. Just way looked. Like just, I just wanted to pick somebody that rivals who you're picking. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So I don't, you probably, I don't have a, I don't have a good, good now. I've had a good analysis for the rest of them. I'm going to have good analysis for Rusty Wallace. Look, look, I'm going to put it to you this way. Um, big baby scumbag said it best. Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> Do you want to race? Okay. Dale Earnhardt is, is, is the guy. Dude, with Dale Earnhardt, Matt DiBenedetto, Ryan Newman, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and BJ McLeod, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm, like, world champion for, like, years to come. That's I think my squad's good, too, though. Well, it's good because you need to be confident in your squad. Maybe yeah, one day, maybe one day, one day, somehow – we can get all eight of these guys together <laughs> That'd be epic. to do this and then like just have poster board cutouts. Well, you can actually have Rusty Wallace there. I'll have to get a poster board cutout of, of Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. But RIP. Yeah. RIP to the man. Um, For what it's worth, power rankings were Matt D, Martin Truex, Ryan Newman. Um, so I think you, you having the first pick set the tempo. It I does. To, so, I mean, selection matters. Yeah. Selection matters, but I'm happy with my squad. I think I think Bubba would surprise you. Yeah, but you have you have a very uh, you have you have a good dude. I'm not gonna lie, like really looking at it, like really looking at it. There, we got pretty balanced squads. I think Truex could take um the Benedetto. Oh man, dude, I could sit here and break down matchups. That, compared to that this. would be the that would be the best one to break down and set odds to. If you okay, could take those two, Truex and the Benedetto. Yes, that would be the De best. The Benedetto wins all. I don't. Day. I don't know. He does. I don't know. He does. Now, if you I would put, take T-Rex. I think a more fair battle would be Dylan and Benedetto. I think that would be a more balanced mm. battle. Newman and Truex. See, that goes back to the country balanced. strong thing. Oh yeah, Newman's country strong. So you take Newman and Truex. Those, those two, they're best friends, by the way. So you take those two guys, put them in the ring. There's only one way to know. You got to do all your like. You know how you do those like beautiful tweets with all the creative artwork gonna, you put together. I'm adding them. All, all these people, and you're gonna put them in a UFC in a cage. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we'll get one person to respond and give like a, a true analysis to. Dude, yeah, you get, dude. Tomorrow, I'm gonna <laughs> tag all eight of these guys, and I need all the garage fam listening to this right now to make sure that you blow them up until they either block us or do it. That's how we go. That's how we roll here. Who wins this fight? Do it. Yeah, who wins these matchups? Garage, the garage guys, driver battle, 
time travel. You need to put on the tweet too, like we need one of you eight guys to set a Vegas line for this, and maybe one of them will answer. Be like, so and so is the favorite. That, and see, that's what's going to start the shit. See, you're there you, you go. You, you smart. You smart. As I have smart. a good idea every now and then. In this brain it. of mine. I love it, dude. This is this has been good. This was a great segment. NASCAR Bad Boys Draft is done for 2020. We have our squads. Let us know who your Bad Boy squad would be by adding us at Garage Guys FS. Uh, you can follow me at Garage Guy Chase or at me there as well. I want to know squads. I want to know what the Garage Fam's thinking. I want to know. I want to know who be won. Some combination of those. Who won? People. Did Drew or I win this? We need to yeah. know. All right, and, uh, and you know you can follow Drew at Chef Boyardine. Everywhere there is, check out our Rotoballer premium content, um, rotoballer.com. Use promo code GARAGE. You're going to get a discount when you purchase it. And like we talked about earlier in this episode, you know, you need to have all the insight you can have to play competitively and to win big. And it all starts with the Garage guys. It all starts with us and, and with all the other hardworking people that are at Rotoballer right now. And just take some time. Feel free to ask us questions. My DMs are open. Drew's DMs are open. We're, we're there. We're available. We're ready to talk. I've been having so many great conversations with a lot of, uh, a lot of followers over the past week. And it's just been awesome to see more and more people coming into my inbox, asking questions. That's what we need. We need more of that. Yeah. You know? And we want more of that. We want to help you guys. We want to see you guys win. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're just like you at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yep. We're just like you. It's all just because we took the time to put the work in and the knowledge in. And, you know, this is why we're here and what we do. And we love it. We eat it up every day. Um, and I do want to say before this show is over, um, just have to make a, uh, you know, a statement uh, about everything that's happening right now in America um, with George Floyd and the riots that are happening. And uh, I just want to let people know, like, I, I did go off on Twitter. Um Last night or on uh, Saturday night, I just saw so much stuff that just really, you know, got me. And I'm not a very vocal person when it comes to politics or things like that. But um, we, we got to do better. Every American in this world and, and, and in this, this – every human being in this world needs to do better. Like, we, we've got to do better. If we, if we really want change, it starts with us. And it needs to happen now because we are, we are more fucked than we've ever been. So uh, we need to be led. We need to do things differently. And that's, that's all I'm going to be able to say about it here. That's all I want to say about it here. Um, and I just feel for everybody out there. And guys, love you. Appreciate you. That's the show. Sports. Party. Repeat. It's the garage guys. 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 It's it's it's. It's the garage guys. It's it's the garage guys.